Hello, my friend. Welcome to the Believe You Are a Good Mom podcast. I'm Emily Wardrop from Drop the Word Life Coaching, where we help moms of young kids drop power struggle wars to create more peace in their parenting. Do you want to be a good mom? I will tell you the one simple secret of how to be a good mom. You already are. Don't believe me? You've come to the right place. I'm glad you're here. I've got you. Because when you truly believe you are a good mom, everything will change for you as you live into the truth of who you've always been. Let's get started. Hello, welcome back to Believe You Are a Good Mom. I have Jenny Lakenin with me today. This is so fun. Jenny. I'm excited. Okay, good. Me too. All right. As long as we're both excited. <laughs> so um, tell people who you are and why they're yeah, excited so too that you're here. <laughs> my name is Jenny Lakenin. I am a lot of things. Yes. I'm a mom. I have three little kids between almost two. She's almost two and eight. Um, so my oldest is eight, middle is five, littlest is almost two, all girls. Um, I'm a, I'm a wife. I've been married for about 10 years. I'm an entrepreneur. I have a, a web design business where I build websites for life coaches because I'm just determined that every coach should have a website that makes them look really good and awesome. like makes their audience be able to see how skilled they are and how they'll be able to help them. And I'm actually a certified coach myself as well, but I don't have like a coaching business. I have this web design business so <laughs> because awesome. I just realized like I can get so much more coaching out into the world and like help people that want coaching by helping coaches with their websites than I can just by like having a coaching business myself. Yeah. Well, and there's also the thought that no one even wants coaching. No one knows what coaching is. And so to have some other thing that you do and incorporate coaching in it is the secret to right. coaching success. <laughs> <'Cause>, <laughs> I think, I think it's becoming more well-known people yeah, are starting to see the coaching industry as, you know, akin to therapy, except that it's, you know, therapy is to get people mentally well. And then coaching is to take them from mentally well to like thriving, you know, that's kind of how I always distinguish it in my head. But yes, I definitely use the coaching skills all the time mm -hmm. in my, in my web design. Yes. Cause we because... all have a lot of brain drama about our websites. And let me just clarify right now, Jenny did not make mine. So don't judge her by mine. <laughs> <laughs> I made mine myself. It's a total DIY. So <laughs> Um, you can look at Jody Moore's if you want poster child for Jenny's. Um, well, I didn't, work. I didn't do Jody's current site, her current oh, really? site. I do maintain it, but I didn't build it from scratch. I don't want to take oh. credit for that, oh, but okay. her new, her membership site, the actual be bold website is a yeah. separate site than the, like, you know, jodymore.com front end business, public facing one. Okay. And we did do that. The Be Bold okay. site. Well, that's cool. the one I'm familiar with because I'm in Be Bold and I don't gotcha. even know what her general one looks like. I'm just in Be Bold. So, <laughs> um, okay. So I love this that you have three little girls about the same as me. Well, I have five kids, but I have three girls in the middle. So I have a boy and a baby, and then I have three girls. <laughs> so awesome. I'm like, if I just forget the boy and the baby, then we have the same thing. <laughs> and we've been married about 10 years. So, um, super. Oh fun. my gosh. Five kids in 10 years. Uh, yeah, it's been wild. That's yeah. wild. <laughs> Plus the two diabetes diagnosis, which I consider kind of like another kid. <laughs> so I feel like I have seven kids <laughs> and at least anyway, it's wild. So 
Um, so this is what we're going to talk about today. The title of the episode is I just want something <laughs> because, um, before we hit record, Jenny was telling me about someone, a, a mom of young kids, right. That was saying that to her that I just want something like we have our life. We love our life growing up. We always wanted to be a mom. Right. <laughs> and then we are a mom and we're like, why, why is this not the happily ever after that I expected? And we just still want something. <laughs> So like, let's explore what that something is, what that feeling is all about, what that drive is and all of that. Unless I interrupted you before you're finished inter- introducing yourself. Nope. That was it. That was exactly what I had. ready to move on? Okay. Yep. <laughs> okay. So take it away. Tell us about, I want, I just want something. Yeah. Okay. So let's scroll back in the timeline to like 2017, 2018. I had two little kids. I was a stay at home mom. My husband worked full time. We had, you know, everything that we really needed. We always had food on the table and we owned a house and our car was paid off and, you know, like we were happy. And I just didn't feel like <laughs> looking back on it now, I didn't feel like fulfilled completely in that role. Just identifying myself as like a wife and my mom just wasn't like enough for me. And I almost feel bad saying that even now, because I know some women that do love that, like, and that is perfect for them. Like they love being a mom and they want, like, they find so much meaning in that and they fill their day with it. And it like, of course it has its hard moments, like anything does, but like, that's enough for them. But for me, it just like, like, I just wanted something else, something that like, I could do today that didn't have to be done again. Yes. Tomorrow. Yes. Or in five minutes. Yeah. Like laundry. I just clean this up and you destroyed it already. Yeah. Like something that I could kind of like check off that didn't have to be repeated again tomorrow. And, and I think I, I resisted that for so long because I felt guilty about it. Like, mm-hmm. oh, being a mom should just be enough. Like, I don't want my kids to think that I don't love them because they're not, you know, being the mom isn't enough for me or, you know, just things like that. But then I found life coaching and I started learning and applying the tools, just listening to like different podcasts, like Jody's podcast and the life coach school podcast and some others. And I just started to realize like, Oh, I can, it's, it's possible that me finding fulfillment in being a mom and in other things that don't relate to being a mom mm-hmm. is the biggest gift that I could ever give my kids because a happy, fulfilled mom is a much better mom mm-hmm. <laughs> than one that's like resentful, even a happy, fulfilled and- mom that's doing the mom thing and something else is a, is a, is a much better mom than the one that's just like trying to like stay in the lane of, no, I'm going to force myself to find fulfillment here, but I'm unhappy. And that was a real mind shift for me. I don't Do you find that that's the way it is for your clients too? Oh yeah, totally. So the, when you were saying that I was going to say, and it's okay, you know, like, but it's, and it is okay. 
And is it's not just okay, it's also the biggest gift. That's what he said. And I was like, oh yeah. And so um, let me just go on a tangent here real quick about my AAA batteries because it's a framework I use for coaching. Do it use for everything. So I, everything I hear fits into the batteries thing. So, um, so the first one is awareness, right? So you got awareness that you weren't feeling, you know, happy or fulfilled or however you wanted to describe it. And once you found coaching, coaching is a really good tool for awareness. Right. And then, um, saying, okay, I feel this way. I've always wanted to be a mom. I love my kids. Everything's great. And I also have these other feelings and it's okay, is the second AAA battery, which is um, acceptance. So after we have awareness, we usually slip into judgment of that awareness. (laughs) And so in order to get to alignment, which is the third battery, um, we have to have that acceptance piece. So it's okay if you're feeling like that. It's okay if you're feeling any sort of way. It's always just, it's fine. It's just emotions, it's whatever. And so in fact, you can get coached either way. Like you can get coached into finding fulfillment in motherhood without changing the circumstance, or you can like accept, well, maybe these feelings are driving me towards something and let me embrace that. And so it doesn't matter. Like the point is that we have agency and we can choose and we can make our life whatever we want it to be. So if you want something else, go for it. If you want to feel fulfilled, feelings come from thoughts and we can generate some new thoughts and we can practice them and Like you said, like you didn't want to force yourself into feeling fulfilled as a mom. Like that's a possibility, but if it feels like forcing, then maybe you are being led in another direction. Exactly. That is the alignment piece. Like once you accept where you're at, then you can slip into alignment. And it's just kind of a matter of like feeling that out. Exactly. What you want to do. Exactly. And I think that that desire piece is so important. Like so I'm, I'm also a member of the church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And I know you are too. And so yeah, I'm we talk assuming that at least, Go ahead. Uh-huh. at least some of your audiences as well. And I just always go back to like Nephi building the boat, like heavenly father gave, like, I always think about Nephi. I used to think about Nephi as like, Oh, well, heavenly father, like commanded Nephi to go build the boat and go across the ocean and all this stuff. And it was very like, Nephi was like, okay, okay, I better do it. You know, I'm like, how it's also possible that Nephi just like had this vision, this like strong desire to build a boat and sail the ocean. And like, that was a gift that heavenly father gave him. And he just knew it was from heavenly father. It doesn't necessarily mean that like, you know, he saw heavenly father and they talked about it every step of the way. And it was like, heavenly father was his boss kind of, you know, like, I think heavenly father likes to try to help us to like, he gives us desires yeah, for a reason. That's my point. Well, and even if it isn't, yeah, even if it isn't like some, I I mean, for some reason, when I was in Jerusalem, I always had this desire to build a boat. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, even if it's not like, it's just, they hit water. They need to get across the water. So he has a desire to figure out how to get across the water. (laughs) You know what I mean? And And so you might like be in a situation where your husband, you know, like can't make the kind of money that you want to support your family in the way that you want to live it. And so you feel like you're at the water, you know, like Moses at the Red Sea. It's like we've like come to a place where it's like, okay, I guess staying at home with the kids would be ideal, but like we need to like make a little yeah. bit more money or, you know, there could be like a million reasons, like what your water is in this 
oh, that's proverb so we're writing here. I like <laughs> that you brought that up because that's actually like what where we were at too. Like we, you know, we had a house and we had a car paid off and all these things, but like we really wanted to be like a work at home family. Mm-hmm. Like and we thought it would be my husband kind of starting his own thing and working from home and being able to quit his day job. But like, he just was so busy at work that he would come home and he was just so exhausted, like way too exhausted to work on his business, you know? Mm-hmm. And like, he hadn't started it yet. It was like a brainchild, yeah. <laughs> you know? And, and I was like holding on to so much resentment, but then once I got awareness of the resentment and awareness of like my own unfulfillment in my own role, I just started to realize like, Oh, like, who better than me? Yeah. Like, I think that's, you know, some yeah. a phrase Jody's thrown around a lot and I hear uh-huh. it other places too. Like who better than me to like make this dream happen for us. And it was so empowering and it helped me to just like let go of the resentment, which was totally not serving my marriage and helped me realize that like that desire for fulfillment was a gift from heavenly father. Like he was absolutely trying to help me step into this like I mean, I look back now, I'm like, I totally have had an entrepreneur brain, like from the beginning, you know, like, and I just like, now I, I use it all the time and I can't turn it off. And that's like a whole other conversation (laughs) probably, but like back then, I mean, you know, just the level of like intensity that I would put into my like day-to-day tasks. Like I literally shined my fridge like twice a day. Like I I had this whole process (laughs) for like cleaning my house that is so, and as people know me now, I'm very systems oriented in my business too. Mm -hmm. And like, I was trying to apply that like systems brain and the, all of those skills to like the mom stuff, which is great. Yeah. We always had it pretty clean. I bet. Like (laughs) what, but, oh, but yeah, it can achieve so much more now that I'm like putting it to use in other ways that actually like serve other people and put a lot of creativity and, and value out into the world. You know, I'm like yeah. cleaning my house. Like that was great. But like, it was just me trying to find ways to like use that muscle. And I, just- yeah. And so a huge way to make that transition is to drop the guilt. Mm-hmm. Like you mentioned, you felt guilty that you weren't feeling fulfilled. And then, and I think that, oh no. Oh, um, <laughs> I think that a lot of the guilt comes from just our social conditioning, right? And then being raised in the church where like the mom stays home and the dad goes to work. And it's like, we have that so ingrained in our brain. Like it's literally like generational trauma in our brain <laughs> that like, we're not allowed to make money or something. <laughs> and so, right. yeah. Um, so it's really like getting, a, again, awareness of that. Right. Mm-hmm. And then figuring out how to work through it to yeah, create whatever exactly. we want out of our life. Like we literally exactly. can do whatever we want. And mm-hmm. when we have the thought, I never get to do what I want. I mean, I'm speaking from experience here. I know this stuff very well. <laughs> that leads to resentment. That is the resentment life. I never get to do what I want. I have to load this dishwasher 900 times a day and these kids and these diapers and all the things like, yes. and I just want to, who cares what it is? Like, I just want to sit in my bed and eat fru true fru and watch survivors. Like, and it's like, I just live for that moment that I can do what I want to do. Like that is not the life I imagine when I said, I want to be a mom someday. Like I thought I'd be cute and fun and like a babysitter all the time, you know? And like, oh wait, the babysitter life is different than the mom life, but it doesn't have to be like all the time. Right. I can turn on like that fun babysitter that I was once. <laughs> 
in moments and like be the mom that I quote unquote thought that I was going to be, but she doesn't have to be on all the time. <laughs> you know, again, the acceptance piece, like I have the awareness and then accept where I'm at. And then I can go into alignment with that fun mom in, in pockets of time. Yes, <laughs> like exactly. So and if I hadn't, like, if I hadn't been willing to go into the awareness and then go into the acceptance, I never would have like, let myself embrace that what I think was just like a God-given desire to yeah. create something that I've create what I've created in the world and continue to do so and like retire my husband or whatever you want to call it. I don't know if him putting his job when he was like 31 is counts as retired, but I call like it retired he, when I quit, when my first baby was born. So <laughs> I love it. Well, let's say it then. Yeah, yeah. Like retiring him within the first year of my business, which was like way faster than we ever could have envisioned or dreamed, but we, it just was very, very clearly what we needed to do, like from a spiritual standpoint, like this is what you guys need to do. And I'm so grateful that we did, because if I was trying to do the stay at home mom thing and have the business, which I did for like about four months, (laughs) Mm -hmm. I just wasn't able to like, I wouldn't have been able to continue to grow and serve my clients the way that I wanted to, because I would have been just, you know, it's like split focus really. So So tell me more about that. What does it look like now? Yeah. So my husband's a stay-at-home dad. He homeschools the kids. Oh, wow. That's his choice. Like he was homeschooled his whole oh. like K through 12 and he really wanted to homeschool our kids. And I'm, I was all game for it, but I was like, I don't know if I can do it. So when he quit his job, I was like, okay, now he'll be the one doing it. And oh, I think it'll cool. go a lot better. Uh-huh. And he's so good at it. He's just a rock star. So we have very much the switch domestic roles. Like he huh. is full-time dad, cooks and grocery shops and homeschools the kids and like I work (laughs) during the day in my home office um and I mean obviously I help out around the house too but this is so good so you totally broke the mold tell me about how you did that in your own brain drama (laughs) like did you have much of that or or it just I mean as just like it was to it yeah because of how we were raised kind of yeah 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 well, as far as like, well, the proclamation to the family says. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. But then yeah. the proclamation to the family also says that like individual circumstances will necessitate. I don't, I don't know what the actual phrase is, but there's that like sentence in there. Yeah. that's like individual people will need to kind of tweak this. And it's just, be. I, I haven't actually had that much drama about it because I know in my core that this is what Heavenly Father wants us to be doing. Like, yeah that it's, this has been his plan for, for us from the beginning. And that's why when my husband and I first got married and we were like, we want to have a stay at home family eventually, like literally from day one, mm-hmm. I didn't think it would be me, but like, that was some, that was a desire that we had. And so when it just was like, Oh, it's going to be me. Oh, okay. Like, sounds good. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I, I have a new title for this but... episode. I have a new title for my house. I want to put a sign up that says we're a stay at home family. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like because that just sounds so fun instead of I'm a stay-at-home mom and he's a whatever and it like sounds like drudgery to me right now (laughs) like I always wanted to be a stay-at-home mom but he's the one with the entrepreneurial spirit he's the one that wants to be doing (laughs) entrepreneurial stuff and so he's the one who's supportive of my business (laughs) like I literally went to life coach school with the thought I can't I can't waste an onboard husband (laughs) 
like, cause I hear so many girls get coached that they want to be coaches and their husbands quote unquote, won't let them, you know? And my husband yeah. was like, so excited about it that I was like, I guess I better do it. You know, like I thought I was that gonna, is so funny, someday, I love that. you know? Mm-hmm. And yeah. so well- <laughs> anyway, we're both kind of doing entrepreneurial things now and we just love being at home. We, I don't want to be like the chauffeur mom that's taking kids to activities all day long. Like we just always just want to be at home. <laughs> we're a stay at home family. <laughs> You're an introvert. Stay at home family. Yeah. Well, we're the we biggest extroverts though. Things, so it's like... so weird. Mm-hmm. We're like the extroverted stay at home family. <laughs> so funny. Anyway. Yeah. Well, and it's funny. Cause I know you and I talked about this before we started the episode. Like, should we talk about business or like how to start a business as a stay at home mom or things like that? And I was like, well, I still want this to be like valuable for you know those who are like all in on being a stay-at-home mom and mm-hmm. like love that because one of my girlfriends is that way like I always have the thought like oh everyone should start a business it's just the best mm-hmm. but then mm-hmm. like I was talking to her about it and she's like oh my gosh no way like I love being a stay-at-home mom and I love that my husband goes to work every day and I'm just yeah. like girl you're right <laughs> it's not for everybody yeah and I'm so glad you love it but if you're looking and- for fulfillment even if it's not a business mm-hmm. Like, it's okay to want that. I think that's the whole point of this. Like, yeah, because you are a person. (laughs) And so if you do not feel like a person, like if I get in the car by myself and turn on the radio, I'm like, I feel like me again. Like the, the me that was like pre, you know, (laughs) the single me. Right. (laughs) And I'm like, and not that I want to be single again, for goodness sake. Like, but I just, I was a person and now I'm a wife and a mom and like, where am I? Like, I'm still a person. I, I like screen that sometimes when my husband doesn't get this, right. <laughs> he doesn't get it. And so I'm like, I'm still a person. <laughs> and like, I need to go out. I need to play, play with my friends. Yeah. That's what like hang out with girlfriends. And I need like me time. I need alone time. Yes. I'm an extrovert, but I also need alone time. And I also need friend mm-hmm. time. And, and I love my husband and I love my kids. And it doesn't mean I don't love them because mm-hmm. I need me time you know, because yeah. I am a person. <laughs> exactly. And it's possible that that, like, if you have the desire to do something more, like if it's start a business or, or volunteer at a, like yeah. at a shelter or like, you know, just do something outside of you, then it's possible that that's like a God-given desire mm-hmm. that is going to impact the people around you in ways that you never could have imagined. So like pull that thread, like follow it, you know, and just see where it leads and really like sometimes it leads to some pretty amazing things because heavenly father has a pretty grand plan for us you said pull that thread and i pictured i crochet and you know how like if you pull the yarn it unravels the whole thing so i think that's what we're afraid of right is if we like we're resisting the change because we're afraid of what it's going to be but like if you pull it maybe you're pulling the thread from the other direction and it's pulling out of the skein of yarn and it's just like gonna Mm -hmm. be able to help you weave this tapestry that is just so much more amazing than you ever could have known yeah that's what I was thinking is like after you pull it out then you can start over and like do something else and do it however you want to do it Mm because what you have is great it doesn't mean that there's anything wrong right the acceptance of where we are Mm -hmm. and maybe God wants you to do something Mm -hmm. else and you know like there's nothing wrong with what you're doing or where you're at and we're expansive beings. We're always going to feel that yes. longing, like, yeah, that to grow. Else. Yeah. And that's the whole point of being here. And on this earth is to like learn and grow and experience it and build our, our muscle at being optimistic about life and build our muscle about 
you know, our resiliency, because I think resilience is such a huge trait for both parenting and entrepreneurship. Like mm-hmm. you either win or you learn, you know, like <laughs> when, when crap really hits the fan. So like it, and pulling that thread helps you to build those traits that just help us to become more like heavenly father. And that's just a beautiful thing. Yeah, for sure. So sometimes motherhood is hard enough that like those muscles are being built and, and that is what you need. Exactly. And sometimes because like, it's hard at first, right? The adjustment to one baby and this baby needs you all the time and that's a full-time job. Right. But then Mm -hmm. once you kind of get the hang of it, you had another baby <laughs> and then it's hard because you have two and eventually it's like hard things are only hard when they're new right once you are used to doing them then it's not as much of a challenge anymore and you're like I can't play Candyland for the 400th time and not build resentment anymore I need I can do it if I have a coaching call in my ear <laughs> right because my brain is being stimulated well like this game is not so much so anyway yeah and finding new ways to grow ourselves and, and contribute to the world. And yeah. Yeah. Cause I was in a lot of resistance for, to that for a long time after I found coaching and Jody would talk about contri- contribution versus consumption. I'm like, no, no, I just want to consume. And now I literally like, can't, I started this podcast because it's like, I've eaten so much. I have to like vomit it back out. <laughs> like I can't, I can't not contribute at this point. And, um, so here I am. <laughs> so, um, Jenny, tell people where, if they are a coach and they need help with their website, how to find you. Yeah, they can go to my website, Jenny Lake. It's just Jenny Lakenin.com. J E N N I E L A K E N as in Nancy A N.com. Um, and I've got lots of free resources there about how to make your website better. And also you can hire me. So, yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Yeah. Jenny is super generous. She's giving me some awesome tips on my website. That's like I said, homemade. <laughs> so I love it. You're um, doing great. Yeah. Thanks. Um, what else was I going to say? I forget. Is there something else you needed to say? No, I don't think right. so. Well, there we go. It's so, so fun. Thanks feeling, for having me. Yeah. Thanks for being here. If you're feeling like you just want something and you don't know what it is, if anything is resonating, um, hit me up. I'm doing free relationship boost calls right now is what I call them, but we can talk about anything. It doesn't have to be a relationship you want to boost. If you're like, oh my gosh, yes, what Jenny said. And yes, and I think that this is a God given thing. And just where do I even start? We can talk about that. We can talk about whatever. So um, drop the war.com to check out my DIY <laughs> website and sign up to chat. So thanks again, Jenny. Thank you. Hi, thanks so much for listening. Have you signed up for your RBC yet? What is an RBC? Well, it's a relationship boost call. And I am gifting 365 of these for free this year. So go to dropthewar.com forward slash appointments to find a time that works for both of us. We'll hop on Zoom for a quick 15 to 20 minutes. And all you got to do is have somebody in mind that you want to improve your relationship with. It's fun. It's easy. It's a good time. You're going to feel amazing afterwards and no strings attached. Just come on, have a great free coaching call and then go on your way. And you can come back for as many as you need because we know it's no one and done around here with relationships. So 
go to dropthewar.com forward slash appointments to find a time that works for both of us. And let's get boosting those relationships. See you there. Bye.